Welcome to Shroudal Tea Tuesdays. So before we get started with this segment that we have, because you know we got some important things to talk about today, I just want to go ahead and mention that May is Mental Health Awareness Month. And so in the state of Oklahoma, and probably in your neck of the woods too, there is a NAMI walk that is going on. And so I'm asking for your support to join the Share the Tea team. The NAMI walk is on May 20th. So are you are you busy May 20th? Probably not early. It's usually early in the morning. So you can just come and walk, come and be supportive of others that are going through things that are asking for support, be an advocate and assure your voice. So without further ado, go ahead and click that scan that code right there. Do you see it? Okay, good. If you're on the listening part, I'll share the link with you later. But I do want to take the time to let you know about the pop-up twist. The pop It's a pop-up shop called Shop the Tea. Y'all haven't heard about it. Okay, well, let me let me just tell you this a little bit real quick because I, I got my girl holding. I don't, I don't have all day. But this is a pop-up shop. It's going to happen on June 3rd from 12 to 3 o'clock p.m. And so I want to shout out to all of my vendors that have already signed up and ready to support. If you are a vendor and you want to um, highlight your small business or you're, a, or you're a resource and you want to be a part, go ahead and scan that code. You see it? Yep, right there. Go ahead and scan that code and sign up, and then we'll be in contact with you later. All right, those are all of my church announcements that I have for now. Now, I think we're pretty much ready. Hold on, let me get my stuff together. I think we're pretty much ready to bring on my special guest for the day. Hello, how are you? Hey, I'm well. How are you? I'm doing pretty well. I cannot complain. You know, we we're making it one day at a time, right? Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Yeah. One day at a time. Yeah. And let me let me make sure I have, say your name for me. I forgot to practice before I got on here. Say it's Janice, just like Janice. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So hey, Janice. Hey, girl. <laughs> so my special guest today is Janice Hankins. So Hankins. some of you some of you may know her, and some of you may not. But today we're going to have a discussion about mental health. You know, because it's Mental Health Awareness Month, and some some people are afraid to have this discussion. So I don't know if we should just jump right into it. Or I think we should just jump right into it. Let's jump. Let's just jump. Yes, jump. Yeah. jump. Ooh, we we don't need a parachute. No, no pun intended. But anyway, focus. All right. So let's 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 ask this question: Why are people afraid to talk about mental health? Um, I think, especially in our community, um, that it's some kind of taboo or it's Mm -hmm. not really talked about, but, um, I I can only speak for me. Um, my experience was, um, I was ashamed. Like I was ashamed that I was feeling depressed. I was ashamed that I was not wanting to get out of bed on a daily basis. I was ashamed that, you know, I was not wanting to eat. I just wanted to stay in my house. I didn't want to talk to anybody. I didn't want to 
I, I didn't even want to go to work. Like when I was going through my situation and I was in that state of depression and just going down and down and down further, I just, I was ashamed. I didn't want to talk to anybody. I didn't want judgment. I didn't want people to judge me. I didn't want people to, you know, talk about me. I just, you know, I think it's just, you're ashamed. It, it mm. makes you, when you're going through things that make you feel depressed, it makes you, for me, it made me feel, uh, you know, like, like I really wasn't important because I, I felt like I wasn't important to myself. So I definitely had that feeling that, that I wasn't important to other people. So I kind of felt like no one would care that I was feeling depressed, sad, all these things. Hmm. Okay. Thank you for sharing that. Now I want to say that there may be some things that you will hear within this segment that um, may be touchy for some, and it may also be a um, an, an eye opener for others. But um, I think this is a topic that we, and I'm going to say we as African Americans, we need to start having this conversation like many moons ago. Um, not just having it in May, but being able to talk about it every day. Because one key word that she mentioned is she was ashamed. Yeah. Ashamed. And when, when we're feeling ashamed and feeling like we're going to be judged by other people, we don't want to say, we don't want to share nothing. And how can we, how can we tackle these feelings of thinking of what other people are going to say or feel to be able to help ourselves? How can we tackle that? Um, I, I am not sure about like other people. Um, for me, when I was going through my situation, I actually did not live in Oklahoma City at the time I was living in Texas. So I was away from my family anyway. And, you know, I'm really close to my family, especially I was raised by my older sister and we have always been close, close since our mom died. So she was like, not only was she my sister, but she was like my mom. And she was the person that I could talk to about everything at any given point in time. But in that situation, I did not even want to talk to her. Um, I think we need to find a group of people that we 1000% trust and know that those people, if we go to those people and talk, because I could have went to my sister. I, I want, I 100% could have went to her and she would not have judged me or, you know, made me feel bad or anything like that. It was mm -hmm. all, I just felt ashamed. Like I couldn't go to her and talk to her about what I was going through. But I think if we have a strong support system, we have to trust that those people are going to be with us and help us and guide us and not um, not judge us. We have to trust that those are our people and they want the best for us. I, I should have called my sister when I was going through my situation in Texas, I should have called her. She should have been the first one I called. Well, probably like a pastor and then her, but she should have been at the top of my list because I know 
that she would have had my back 100% and she would have been able to help me sooner and I wouldn't have gone through my situation in the length of time that, you know, it took for me to get through it. So mm -hmm. I think if we have those group of people that are our key people that are the people that really, 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 really love us and support us and are there for us, we should go to them people. I can't even talk straight. Go to those people and um, know that they are going to have our back. I, it, it's go to somebody. I mean, you got to have somebody in your life. You can't hold it in. You have to talk to somebody. If you can't, if you, if you're ashamed and which feeling ashamed is a whole nother, that's a whole nother topic because we really shouldn't feel ashamed of things, everyday things that happen that, you know, make us sad or whatever. We shouldn't be ashamed of those things. But when you get into those feelings of whatever it is you're feeling, you should definitely have a key person or people that you can talk to. Hmm. One word that you mentioned earlier was support. Uh-huh. And you mentioned that you were away from your family. Uh -huh. So sometimes it's different when you're in the same state and you can just drive over there or somebody yeah. can drive to you right. or even they can lay eyes on you. But when you're away and they only hear you on the phone, do we tend to mask what's really going on? Because I know they called you and checked on you and see how you were doing. Did you, yeah. did you feel like you tend to put on a mask and just say, hey, I'm okay? Or Oh, yeah, absolutely. With my sister, um, she knows me so well, she would have known by just talking to me that something was wrong. And so mm -hmm. when she would call, I wouldn't answer. I would just text her back and be like, hey, you called, like, what do you want? And even with like my daughters uh, and probably my son too, you know, had I talked to them, they might have known that something was wrong. So I, I completely shut myself off from my family. Um, I, I would only talk to them at certain, you know, certain times when I really kind of felt like they couldn't tell if anything was wrong. Um, mm -hmm. I stopped when I lived in Texas. I would come to the city every weekend because I had my first grandbaby. So I would come back every weekend just to see them and my grandbaby, and that kind of, I, I kind of stopped doing that when I was going through my depression state and I, because I knew they would be able to tell that mm -hmm. you know, something was wrong. Mm -hmm. So I, I, I blocked myself away from them. I think, you know, I don't know if I, for me, I think the biggest word was ashamed because I felt like I allowed myself to get into the situation that I was in. And I felt like um, I could have done something to to stop it, to stop the situation or, you know, not have it happen to me. But, you know, I didn't. Do, do you feel like you started to blame yourself? One thousand percent. I blamed mm -hmm. myself. I blamed mm -hmm. myself. I I didn't think I was worthy of just moving forward. Like I thought it was, I thought nothing was going to be better than, mm -hmm. you know, I thought my life wasn't going to be better. I thought it was just going to stay the way that it was, mm -hmm. you know, and if that makes sense, it's, it's just, um, it, it, 
I blame myself and there was a lot of self-blame, a lot. Okay. And it, it, I'm quite sure at some point you felt stuck. You know, it's kind of, I've heard people explain it as like, um, like quicksand, uh-huh. you know, you may never physically experience what it, what, what, how it happens, but you know what the feeling looks like according to the movies and the TV shows, right? So you feel like you're sinking uh-huh. and there's no way out. You feel like there's no one to help you to pull you out. Um, and at times we even probably also um, panic, you know, to where we make situations worse. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I did feel a lot like I was, I say drowning and and that's the same as sinking in in quicksand. I think Mm -hmm. Um, I had a lot of overwhelming moments that just made me feel like I was just going deeper and deeper and deeper. And I just felt like, you know, I was always at the bottom and I couldn't get myself back up. And I think, you know, when you're that deep, you really can't get yourself back up by yourself. You Mm -hmm. really have to have help getting yourself back to, you know, where you need to be. To have that help and and to be willing to ask for help. Yeah. I know that there there are a lot of people that do not have the same support system like yourself. They may not have that strong relationship with their sister or with their family. And Mm -hmm. so with someone that doesn't have support, where could they get support from? Well, listen, so even though I know that I could have had, you know, called my sister and had the support that I needed to get through it, it wasn't even her that got me through my situation. I actually, I was still in Texas, so I ended up joining um, this women's group at the church that I was going to. And, okay. you know, the first time I went, I was, you know, cause I'm, I'm naturally kind of shy. And so I just kind of ease in the background and hope that I blend in and nobody really notices me. <laughs> but um, the girl, her name, I won't even say her name cause she'll kill me, but she um, just an amazing lady. And she, she said, we know we have, we have the conversations now. And she said, I could look at you and I could tell without even knowing you that something was wrong. Mm. And so, you know, after the second meeting that I went to, and she didn't even try to like push me to talk or anything, but after the second meeting, she pulled me to the side and she said, we're going to go have coffee. And I was like, okay. And so we went and had coffee and she just said, talk. She said, talk and I'll listen. And I was like, okay, you know, okay. And I I was thinking, she doesn't know me. She doesn't know the situation. She doesn't know me from anywhere. So she's probably not going to have any judgment. So I'm just going to tell her, like, I'm just going to put it all out there. And I did. And like four hours later, after maybe three or four cups of coffee, we just, she just, poured into me like she seriously poured into me and after that every day after that until she felt like i was where i needed to be she would call she would come over she would 
do whatever. She would call, she would come over, she would do whatever. She made me get out the house. We would go shopping, we would go walking, we would just do anything. And she just, she was amazing. She was amazing, yeah. She listened, oh, wow. she, she let me cry, she let me yell, you know, she let me pillow fight, you know, like punching the pillow. She just let me get it all out. And it just, it really helped. It really helped a lot. That's amazing. Kudos to that queen, whoever she, she may queen. be. Don't she call is. her a queen. <laughs> she is a queen. And you know, it's so funny because she's originally from Oklahoma, but she lives in Texas. So she's a sooner. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. And you know, there, there are some amazing people out there that can just see an individual and they can automatically know that something's not right. Yes. You know, it gives yes. us it gives us a um, kind of like a spider sense. It does something to our spirit where we're like, we need to say something to this person, or I need to maybe I need to just invite her over or do something. Mm -hmm. But I applaud her for taking that step because when a lot of times when people are going through depression, we feel that no one else can see what's going on behind this face or behind this mask that I put in front of everybody else. Mm -hmm. But there is someone that can see it. Yeah, You may not know who it's going to be. And when you run into that person, that's where that transparency part comes in. Yeah. Um, and and being able to just talk. You said three, three and a half or four hours later. Yes. You have told her everything. And mm -hmm. did, it, did it feel like weight being lifted off your shoulders? You know, the conversation, I, from what I remember, it didn't even really start off with, girl, what's wrong with you? Why you, you know, like nothing mm -hmm. like that. Just um, we talked about Oklahoma a little bit and, you know, how she got from Oklahoma to Texas and, you know, just all these things. And when I I was starting to feel comfortable with her, you know, because we were just talking and talking and. I think I, you know, I must have had like this expression on my face and and she just I remember her saying, you can tell me, you know, you can tell me. And so that was, you know, that's all I needed to hear. And I knew her heart was pure. Like she I just knew she wasn't going to have any judgment. Mm -hmm. And she just. You know, she she really poured into me. She really did. I think when you going through depression and and all that mental anxiety stuff that gets into you and you start feeling a type of way it's it's really really hard to overcome that by yourself so yeah. with her you know she was amazing she just she listened and i talked and we got through it together we got through it together her me and god her me yes. and at the time, you know, my puppy was there, so my dog, so her me, Jackson, God. <laughs> so what kind of dog do you have? I have a Maltese, and okay. you know, I have to shout out my dog because this poor dog, like I took him away from his family, my kids and the grandbaby and took him to Texas. And he was probably like, What is this lady doing? Because you no, know, we we he would be in the closet with me and he was he, I, he was probably looking at me thinking this lady is going crazy because you know i would be crying and he would just be looking and it, you know he thank god for my puppy he was there for me too yes you, yeah. you, you know if dolls could talk 
they would well, <laughs> they they tell us what's on their mind just through their oh, yeah. eyes and their expression. Yeah. And so, mine would probably tell all my secrets. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it might don't feel bad. Mine would tell too. <laughs> Good thing he can't talk. So it's I, I applaud you for being transparent about your your story and your journey because for one, it's not easy. It's not easy. It's yeah. not easy. And um, I don't want anyone to feel like um, I pressured you to come on here. Uh, yeah. We And I'm just going to share it if that's okay. We met at an event, um, the Business Bestie Brunch uh, event, networking event, and we were just talking. And she said, oh, I would like to be on your podcast. And that's how it started. So yeah. when I put those words that she was encouraged, she used her own encouragement to share her story with someone else because you never know that what you've gone through, someone else is going through the same exact thing right now. Mm-hmm. And they're trying to figure out what should I do? Where should I go? If, if it's even worth me fighting, you know, they're going through those exact same words. And so I hope that these words that you've shared will encourage them to, to step out and go to, you went to a church and found someone that was supportive and probably your best friend now, (laughs) but but being able to find that support, being able to find that support. Did you, um, did you ever have to consider, or did, have you ever considered doing uh, counseling or therapy? Um, so I did not have to, did I consider it? Yeah. And, you know, even now it probably wouldn't hurt for me to Mm -hmm. just have, you know, that person to talk to if those feelings should arise. But I think I am such a much stronger person than I was when I was that person. Like, it even surprises me how strong I am today. So I'm not going to say that I don't need counseling. I think counseling is good. My daughter, shout out to Shayla. She is a, she's a therapist. So, um, but she won't take me on. I'll be asking her questions. She'd be like, mama. (laughs) No, no, ma'am. She's doing it right. No, mama. Can you just help me on the question? But I, I definitely think um, counseling is, is, is good. Yeah. I think yeah. everybody should consider it. Yes, definitely. You can consider it. And then there's also um, support groups. Yes. Like you mentioned uh-huh. um, at that church or there's different support groups that are around within your metro. Or I'm in Oklahoma, of course, you guys. But um, but there are different support groups that are available. So that way you could just go and talk to someone. Sometimes you don't even have to talk. You can just go and listen. Uh-huh. And yeah. now they've, they've made it so convenient due to, you know, Uncle C coming around that you can do things digitally. So if yes. you're on Zoom or Teams or however, um, and you don't necessarily have to leave your house if you don't feel comfortable. So, yeah. you know, I think it's really important to make sure that we provide resources to people. Um, that's one of my that's one of my key things because at times people don't know where to go, who to right. talk to or what to do. Right. And when you don't know what to do, you just sit at home and you withdraw, you, you isolate. Yeah. You yeah. try to go through it all by yourself mm-hmm. and it becomes a big struggle. It a becomes huge a big struggle. struggle. 
Yes. Yeah. Yes, a huge struggle. So how long has it, since this whole journey started, how many years ago are we um, speaking of? <laughs> Actually, not that long ago. It's been probably about, gone on two and a half years. Okay. I, I've been back, I think, for about two and a half years. So okay. um, I think I started getting out of my depression state like right before covid hit major mm -hmm. i was like still in texas and um uh my daughter who uh was going to get ready to go to nursing school she was like you should just come home and i was like yeah i really should and so i just i came home and here i am okay and yeah. stronger than ever Stronger than ever. And you know what? It, you say that. And I think if I wasn't stronger, I, I probably would not have come home because, you know, a lot of people knew my situation as to why I actually ended up in Texas. And the one thing that I didn't want to do is have to face a lot of people with a lot of questions. That's when I was in my yeah. de depression state. Like, I don't want to have to answer all these questions. But, you know, now that I you know, consider myself stronger, am stronger. It's like, ask me, I don't care. Ask me whatever you want. I'll tell you. <laughs> right. So one of the key words, we put some key words on our, um, on our introduction there. And one of the key words was clarity. Uh -huh. So what, explain that to us. What was something that you needed clarity on? You know, for me, I needed clarity on who I was in Christ, like who God sees me as, right? Um, and if I would have, if I, I think if I would have gotten that part sooner, I would have probably not even gotten as deep into the depression stage that I got. Mm -hmm. um, so you, you have to just, no, you have to be clear on how much God loves you and how much he wants the best for you. Exactly. And you just, you know, he He never wants us to suffer. He never wants us to be in pain. He never wants us to be in a state of depression. And, you know, um, it sadly, it took me some time to just be clear on who I was in Christ and had I known that, it probably wouldn't have happened the way that it did for me. Okay. Okay. Do Do you feel that at some point the situation that you were going through, whatever that may be, may have been, mm -hmm. it's over. Um, uh, oh gosh, I'm losing my word. Uh, not cloud, but oh my goodness. No, don't do that. Sorry. Like my, no, it's fine. It's fine. My, my brain is like, I can't get that word together. Okay. What I'm trying to say is, did, did you feel like that situation overtook your presence in regards of your spirituality or your, your faith based? Um, do you feel like that situation kind of um, just kind of took over to where it made you doubt everything about you, your existence and who you are as a person? 
I I do feel like it did a uh, uh, to some extent. Um, okay. The situation that I was in, um, which you know, it wasn't a good situation. Um, I left that situation feeling less than because of how that person made me feel. Yeah. Yeah. And so here's the thing, though. I thought, you know. I thought that situation was of God and, and sent by God. And mm -hmm. so not really knowing who I was in Christ, I blamed, you know, I, I blamed God for it. And I thought, well, if this is what you think of me, then how can I think, you know, highly of me? So it was, you know, it, it was a it was a tough situation. There was so many different things going through my head, like so much. Uh, it was it was overwhelming. It it just it, it was a really bad situation. People don't understand um, really that what may seem like a you know because people will probably be like, well, that wasn't so bad, you know. But for me, it was right. <laughs> For me, it was. It was. It was right. horrible, and um, I just, you know, it was a learning experience for me. Um, I, I look back on it now, and I, I thank God for, you know, all the things that I learned going through it. Um, mm -hmm. But more importantly, you know, I thank God for, you know, bringing me through it and and helping me to get past, you know, the dark part of it. Definitely, definitely. I want to say thank you, John. Mr. John, overshadowed. That's the word. Appreciate it. <laughs> he mentioned that. I, that I was. I was like, oh, sometimes I struggle with the words. Sometimes it's just yeah. So thank you. you know, I see him over. He's like he, him. He's been one of my friends for a long time. So okay. Yeah. He he's probably one of the people that I could have went to, and he would have helped me through the situation. But again you know, I just wasn't strong enough at the time to call on people that I knew or family. Okay. So clarity was one of those words mm -hmm. and understanding your purpose. Re well, well, you understood your purpose, but I guess I'm going to say reestablishing your purpose because there, and I want to say this real quick. Um, the situations or circumstances that we go through do not determine who we are as an individual. So say that would, again. Say <laughs> that again, because I, I probably needed to hear that like a thousand times. Seriously. Yes, yes, definitely. And we we are our biggest critic. Like uh -huh. we can beat ourselves up to the point we're purple in the face, and then we're wondering why do I feel like I'm so helpless and hopeless, you know? And our thoughts can literally take over our mind, and especially if they're negative thoughts. You know, I'm I'm gonna talk about that a little bit. Talk about talk about that a little bit later if I remember. Hopefully, I remember. But um, I just kind of want to say that because sometimes we feel that we we're going through these situations, um, and sometimes the situations are beyond our control. Right? Mm -hmm. We can't control it. Other people have hurt us or betrayed us or whatever that they may have done, mm -hmm. and in the long run, we end up feeling less than. Right? And with that point of clarity, you always have to remember that you are more than enough. I know that's my point 
part three, but I'm going to keep saying those three words because that is a focus that we have to remember. Regardless of what I'm going through, I'm more than enough. Right, right. And even if you, and I'm going to say this because I know there are some individuals that do not believe in God, that's your preference. I'm, I'm not here to preach or push anything on you in regards to that. Yeah. But I do want to say that you have to remind yourself that you are more than enough because there's only one of you. Mm-hmm. You are unique. You are made to serve a purpose here on earth. And so you have to find out what your purpose is. Even if you're not for sure what it is, you just need to stop and think for a minute and let those negative thoughts kind of simmer down and start thinking about what what drives you. What do you love to do? So that's my question for you, Janice, is what do you love to do? What is something that's passionate? I know I know your grandchildren are one, but what is something that you're passionate about? You know, um, so, you know, I work in the real estate industry as mm-hmm. a, a title closer and I, it, I love it. I, I absolutely love it. I've been doing it for uh, about 23 or 24 years and Ooh, long time. Yeah, long time. Um, and I, there are, you know, there are good days and there are bad days, but even with the bad days, I, I still love it. I work with a group of like amazing agents and lenders and investors and all these different people. You know, I get to meet different people every day. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, you know, it's so funny because I, again, consider myself shy, but put me in front of a, a group of people at the closing table and I'm, you know, I'm good to go. So, um, you know, and as far as my purpose, though, like, I think I'm still seeking what God has for me as far as my purpose. I, I don't know that I'm clear on that yet, but I always tell people, like, I'm a work in progress. Like, God is still working on me. He is not done. and yeah you know, when he gets done, we'll all know it because it's going to be amazing. Right. So right. <laughs> I, 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 you know, God knows what he has in store for me and I'm just open to receive whatever, you know, it is he, whatever his plan is for me. Whatever in his plan time, is. I love in the meantime, I'm just going to have fun with my grandbabies and, you know, do my title thing and, you know, no. Now, if you don't want the world to know, how many grandbabies you have now? I have five. I just had a new one. Um, yes, I have five. I know. It's, it, you know, I used to tease my sisters about, you know, having all the grandbabies. And then it's like all of a sudden mine just came bam, bam, bam. So I have five. I have two boys and three girls, five grandbabies. Oh, my goodness. Are they spread out in age or? They no, actually they're not. Okay. <laughs> so Mason is, you know, if I get their ages wrong, my kids are gonna kill me. So okay, well don't don't get don't say that. No, I think saying. I got it. Mason is five. Uh, Harley <laughs> is getting ready to be four or five, four. Mm-hmm, and then there's Mila, and then there's Riley, and then there's Harlow. Okay. Yeah. So, I yeah. love the names. Well, thank you. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, so five. Oh, Lord. Five grandbabies. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I know. Yeah. I, and can you imagine my kids, whenever my daughter comes to uh, Oklahoma from Texas, they always have to have like their night out. And so they leave me with all the grandbabies. And I'll oh. be like, okay, y'all, I am not responsible if they're not in one piece when y'all come back. <laughs> <laughs> right. 
grandma <laughs> on duty. So <laughs> we always have a good time when I have to keep them all. But man, the next day I need like a nap. Leave me alone. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. That is a lot. That is a lot to to care for. But that's good that you enjoy taking care of your or visiting and playing with your grandchildren. Is there a certain hobby that you have that, I mean, besides working and because we all know we have to work to make these two dollars. So I make um, homemade body care products. Um, I make and sell them. Yep. So that's my hobby. I haven't, you know, been pushing it the way that I should, but people know that if they need something, they can order it and I'll get it to them. And making those body care products is such a relaxing, it, it, wow. it's so relaxing. Yeah, it really is. It just, okay. it's, it's relaxing. I can't explain it. Like I'm in the kitchen, my, I'll call it my, you know, it's the kitchen, but it's my pro- product room or whatever. Mm-hmm. And just making those products is just, it's relaxing, really relaxing. Now, how long does it take for you to make a product? So I do a body oil, I do a body scrub, and I do um, men's body scrubs and men's beard oil. And and it doesn't take long. It doesn't take long at all. Um, I have all the ingredients and, you know, sanitize everything and probably about an hour, hour and a half. Okay. Well, that's good that you have something that you do that Mm -hmm. just kind of takes you into a a peace moment, you know, Um, because sometimes we we, we can work ourselves till we blew in the face Mm -hmm. and exhausted. And then we don't have any time to relax and do something fun that you want to do. So that's good that you're making making those products. Now, now, hopefully when you start pushing it, you let me know so I can, I don't mind to be your tester. Tester, <laughs> I will let you, I will let you. Even though you already have plenty of people testing, but still, just let me know. <laughs> you need me to, hey, I need you to try this out, yes. I will let you know, definitely. Because <laughs> I love supporting, um, I love supporting small business. Oh, John said you need to make a fragrance called Janice. Ooh. <laughs> Thank you, John. I don't even. He, he, is, he is gonna embarrass. He's embarrassing me. He, yeah. But I, I mean, he, he does have a point. Have I am not gonna make a fragrance called Janice. Like who would buy it? Who would not know? Okay, what's your favorite smell? Uh, my favorite right now. I have a vanilla cherry blossom one. That smells really good. Yeah. And then the other one I really love is called cashmere. Ah, okay. Okay. Well, you know, there's not a Denise fragrance at all. No. He he is speaking that into existence. Well, he wants to order one and I I need it just for him, then I'll do that. Dang, John, you special. You get your own. He, you know, he's he is special. He's been a friend of the family for a long time. <laughs> okay. Um, well, he said that that may be your your um your uh bestseller. So no. you never know. Don't let fear hold you back, Janice. <laughs> okay. Your favorite smell, make that, and then be like, here you go. This is Janice. They can be like, this is what? Sweet. 
This is called the Janice. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's funny. And they may like it. You never know. You, you never, never know. know. You never know. I mean, I, you know, I have my own unique personality. So why not have my own unique smell? <laughs> there you go. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Oh, my goodness. Well, I do want to say thank you. Sure. Thank, thank you, you for coming. Thank you for coming on here. We have talked about a wealth of information and those three words that we mentioned, we, we, we covered clarity, mm -hmm. um, transparency. Do you have anything you want to add in regards to transparency? I, I mean, I, for me, like the only thing I can say is just, you know, just be yourself. I, I, I don't know. Just, just be yourself, be yourself. You know, people, people either love you or they hate you. I, I, it is what it is. Right. Um, that, I guess that was one of my biggest fears is being judged by people. And that's probably the main reason why I completely shut down and, you know, locked myself in my closet and went into this state of just, you know, depression or whatever. And I think, you know, honestly, had I been just transparent with, especially my sister, my family, and those people, I just would have been welcomed with probably so much love, more love than I could ever imagine. So, mm -hmm. you know, don't, don't hinder yourself, you know, on what other people think and you know all that stuff because that's all in your head like get that out of your head just be transparent just you know let people into your lives basically that's another thing you know let people into your lives your friends your family they're there for a reason you know they love you you know and let them in don't don't block them out i love that I, I absolutely love that. It's, did y'all hear those two words? Just be you. Yeah. Let me make the just part. But the be you. Be Just you. be you. You don't have to worry about being everyone else. And I think in this day society, we, we get too caught up on what other people are going to think or say. You know, I thought it was bad back in the 90s when I was in high school and stuff. But now I think it's twice as worse because we on social media, mm -hmm. you know, you can connect with people across the globe and you can see what the superstars are doing and all this other stuff. And we end up wanting to be like them or be similar or do things that they're doing, you know, and in the process, you, you lose yourself. Mm hmm. Don't mm -hmm. lose yourself. Just be you. Mm -hmm. You are wonderful just how you are yes. with whatever that you have, whatever that you're going through. You are wonderful just how you are. Because what's our three words? You are more than enough. More than enough. More, more than, than enough. enough. More than enough. More than enough. Mm -hmm. So I, I hope that someone um, really absorbed this segment um, because it's mental health is a tough subject. It is. Yeah. 
it is a tough subject. Um, and one thing that we do not talk about besides also mental health is also suicide. And I know that's a subject that people want to avoid. Um, you know, they feel like, oh, you shouldn't mention that. Or um, some people even feel like they're hell bound if you even say that word in somebody's house, you know. Um, but why can't we have that discussion? We it's need so to have that discussion. Yes. Yeah. We need to have that discussion. Um, you know, it, when I was going through, you know, my situation, you know, the devil is always the first one to, you know, say, hey, nobody wants you. Nobody would care if you're not here. Like, nobody this, nobody that. So, you know, luckily for me, I, because I'm not even going to lie, I thought about it. I was like, there's no reason for me to be here. Nobody wants me. Like, I shouldn't even be here. I, I thought about it. I'm not going to lie. Luckily, you know, I, it was my first grandbaby. Mason was my first grandbaby. And I, I just couldn't stand the thought of not seeing him anymore. Mm -hmm. um, and, and my family and my, you know, my children and stuff. But yeah, those thoughts go through your head and you just gotta, you know, you honestly, you just have to reach out to somebody. You have to talk to somebody. Don't, don't take that stuff in by yourself, you know, you call somebody, call somebody. Yeah. Because like you said, you are enough. You are enough. God wants you here. Your family wants you here, you know, and God has a purpose for your life. So you just, you know, pick up the phone, call somebody. Definitely. Call somebody. And now they've had this new number that came out, I want to say last July. And it's a national number for everyone, 988. So even if you are at home um, or you're on your cell phone, you'd be out in the woods, wherever that you are, you can dial 988 and you can talk to somebody. Because mm -hmm. um, it used to be a 1-800 number that you had to try to remember 275 and T-A-L-K. You know, you have to try to remember all these numbers and everybody doesn't remember numbers. You know, when right. you're in when you're in crisis mode, you can't remember, you probably can't even remember your own phone number because you're too busy in your thoughts, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Three simple numbers, 988, mm -hmm. it's real easy. You can call and talk to somebody and just say, hey, I need to, I need to talk to someone, yeah. you know, um, I need to get some things off my chest. And I will say, I will say this because I, I do work in this field that, um, now, and I'm not saying that when you call these people, I don't want you to be transparent because I really do. When you need help, you need help. Now, if you do call them and you mention you are planning on taking your life, you are, you have a plan or you're having thoughts, whatever that may come across as far as suicide, they are going to send some help for you. Mm -hmm. And yeah. some people do not like that. I run to a lot of people. They said, well, I just needed some help, but I didn't want to come to the hospital. Well, that's what help is. Mm -hmm. 
that's what help is because we rather for you to come to the hospital and get the help than you just talking to someone and they're just like, oh, okay, well, you feel better now since you got that off your chest. And then next thing we know, your loved one finds you and you're no longer here. Right. So this is, this is a serious topic and I know it can get very dark and gloomy with it, but, um, I've always been passionate about um, mental health and being able to advocate for yourself. Right. Um, and I always tell people, if if you don't have a voice, then you call somebody so they can be your voice for you. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because we, we get it. You know, just like Janice said, I didn't know what to say. I don't know how to go, you know. But if you reach out to someone they can definitely get you in the right direction and help you feel better. Right. They help you feel better. So so 988 is that number. If you feel like you need to talk to somebody, um, I don't know if it work international, but for United States, 988 is who you can call. And can I just leave, uh, I don't know if we're about to end, but can I just say like, if, if I were to give any advice to anybody, like I, I'm not a therapist by any means, but the things that I can say are, um, there are some don'ts that I would say. Like if you feel yourself, you know, falling into this state of depression, don't isolate yourself. Do not isolate yourself. You need to be around people who love and care about you, right? Um, don't stay in the house, you know, don't just not go anywhere, get out. I mean, take a walk, get in the fresh air, just, you know, so that your mind is open to receive, you know, cause you never know, you know, God could download some stuff into your brain. If you're out and he could download it, even if you're in, but I think that isolation is a big no, no. So like, mm-hmm. don't do that. And don't give up. Like, just don't give up on yourself. Like I said, you're here for a reason. God has a purpose. Just don't give up on yourself. Mm, Those are are like some don'ts that I wish someone would have told me before. And now you're sharing it with someone else. Yeah. And I'm probably going to even make a, take your don'ts and put your name on it. Okay. And put... (laughs) That's all right. <laughs> and share this out um, with the people on social media. You know, yeah, don't don't do those. Yeah. But what is so so what would be some do's since we on the don'ts? What would be some do's? I uh, do believe that there is uh, a higher calling or purpose for your life. Do believe that you are loved, wanted, needed, and extremely valuable. Do believe that there are people out there who care about you. Do believe that you need to be here. Just believe in yourself. Do believe in yourself. Um, do believe that you can get past this and make it and and turn it around and come out on the other side. Like, believe yeah. that. Yeah. Definitely. So do believe. And, and just be you. Yes. Just be you. <laughs> Just be you. It's, it's, and, and know that there are other people out here that are going through situations like yours. You're not, you're not 
you know, in a class by yourself, you're not the only one. There are people out, out here who have gone through these kind of situations like me. So, you know, just believe that you're not the only one and know that you can make it through it. Definitely. Well, Janice, I do appreciate you coming on. Share the Tea Tuesdays. I know that we've shared, uh, I think your post said earlier, I'm I'm ready to share my tea. I said, look at her. I love that post. I said, yes, she is. You know, it's so funny because I think people thought that this was my podcast, like, like um, I was going to be, and I'm like, no, it's not my podcast. I was talking to one of my realtor friends yesterday that dropped in the office and she was like, I can't wait to hear your podcast. And I was like, no, it's, it's not my podcast. And I kind of told her, you know, what we were going to be talking about. And she's like, oh my God, that's amazing. And I was like, really? You think so? And she's like, yeah. Yes. She's like, yeah, people need to hear it. Well, you, you know what that means, right? Uh, no, no. I know what you're going to say. And no, that does not mean that. What, wait, what were you going to say? Well, <laughs> hey, what, what was I about to say? like, no. no. I, I think I know what you were going to say, but because I think we talked about it a little bit off camera. Don't you dare. Nope. No. Nope. Absolutely not. Okay. I mean, maybe, but no. <laughs> maybe. Well, I, just, I just want to say that sometimes things come in threes, you know? And it's like a confirmation to let you know, hey, you need to go ahead and do that. But I'm gonna leave that alone because yeah, she'll yeah, unfriend we'll yeah, me after the day. I'm through talking to Vanilla. That's it. I'm done. I didn't have enough. No more. No more. <laughs> so before we before we wrap up, oh, before we wrap up, I do want to say for Shop the Tea on June 3rd. If you're in Oklahoma City, you need to come on by on June 3rd from 12 to 3. I do want to shout out one of the vendors that is going to come and bring some resources to the people. And it is Oklahoma Employment Credit Union. Now, they do a lot of things in regards to teacher grants. I know you didn't know that, so I just told you a secret. But anyway, so hopefully you can join us. So thank you for being a vendor. Um, also to Mr. Alan Bean, he's the marketing manager, and he is excited to come and support the event. And Janice, thank you so much. You've been a well, blessing. Thank you. Thank you so much. You have much. definitely been. And I know that this is not going to be our last time talking. I know we're going to talk again. Or even maybe have another segment, you know. I mean, if you want to talk about grandbabies, we can talk about that. <laughs> okay. All we can have them on here. They would love to be on here. Trust me. <laughs> we just love to bring the babies all. <laughs> I love kids. <laughs> but thank you so much for joining Share the Tea Tuesdays. And always remember everyone to be intentional, impactful, and insightful. I know I said that backwards. But in intentional, insightful, and impactful in everything that you do. And thank you for listening to Share the Tea Tuesdays. Don't forget to follow me on social media at Share the Tea with V. And until next week, I mean, just stay blessed. Be you. And remember, what's our three words? You are more than enough. Janice, you have a good night. And you thank you again for, for coming on here. I appreciate You're it. You're very welcome. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Good night, guys. Bye. Taking a chance